baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We are hours away from Minnesotans going to their caucus, political parties caucusing tonight, the primary, Super Tuesday, one week away, and right here on Drive Time with Russia, we have the last woman standing with Donald Trump in the Republican presidential primary. It's Jason Russia. Welcome to Drive Time here on CCO. Nikki Haley was in Bloomington rallying with supporters last night. She has not won a single primary. Donald Trump has straight up steamrolled her. And she is taking it hardcore, describing uh, one publication today, Axios, described her strategy as scorched earth, going scorched earth on Trump. That's a pretty accurate description of her approach with us when we spoke at length about issues about strategy, about the country here on CCO. I know a lot of the media is fixated with this question of whether you're going to stay in or why are you still in. I got to be honest, I don't really care. I, if you want to be in, I think it's great to have a discussion about issues. Why, why do you think such the fixation on this? Well, I think that people just don't understand why I would continue to go through this process And, you know, they at first said, oh, it's all about her being vice president. I think I've pretty much, you know, gotten rid of that argument. And then they were saying, oh, it's all about 2028. Well, they realized if it was about 2028, I would have been out a long time ago. They can't wrap their arms around the fact that this is about me really putting the red flag up saying, look, this is about the Republican Party and this is about our country. And here you have a candidate that if I get out, is going to be a candidate that cannot win a general election. And you can look at it from the general election polls. The Marquette poll came out last week. If it's an election, he's typically losing by five, seven on his best day. It's margin of error. In that same Marquette poll, I defeat Joe Biden by 18 points. You win by 18 points. That's a mandate that would immediately help us on governorships, House, Senate. But it would be a mandate going into D.C. to stop the wasteful spending and get our economy back on track. It would be a mandate to get our kids reading again and go back to the basics in education. A mandate to finally secure our borders with no more excuses. A mandate for law and order back in our cities and a mandate for a strong America that prevents wars that we can all be proud of. That's the goal. But instead, what do we have? We have Donald Trump, who's creating more chaos and continues to go down this path that is pushing people out of the Republican Party instead of bringing them in. And you have to look at the fact that in Iowa, New Hampshire, and South Carolina, he did not get 40% of the vote. You don't get 40% of the vote, then you're not going to win a general election. And instead of realizing he needs to bring people into the fold, he said anyone that supports Nikki Haley will be barred permanently from MAGA. That's not what a candidate says when you're running for president. How do you how do you appeal that. how do you appeal to those MAGA voters, those Trump voters, though? Because what the message that I'm hearing 
is a general election message. But right now you're not winning in any of these primary races because you have to get some of those MAGA voters to to come over to you. What we are telling them is, look, you want to see a change in our country. I want to see a change in our country. We are not going to see a change in our country if we have a candidate that can't win. The Democrats are salivating at the thought of it being Donald Trump. They are salivating because they know they can defeat him. They defeated him in 2018. They defeated him in 2020. They defeated him in 2022. And they know that they're going to defeat him again in 2024. And what I'm saying is it's not just that. Look at how Donald Trump has taken us away from the very principles of the Republican Party. The Republican Party used to be about fiscal responsibility. Yet Donald Trump put us $8 trillion in debt in just four years, more than any other president. And he's not talking about smaller government. He's not talking about reining in the wasteful spending that Republicans and Democrats are doing. He's not talking about it at all. And then when it comes to national security, he's abandoned the peace through strength. He actually instead in South Carolina said that he would encourage Putin to invade our allies. Is Russia is Russia our largest external threat to our security right now? What do you think the largest threat is? I think China is our number one national security threat. But the problem is, if you look at what Trump did by partnering, by saying he would encourage Putin to invade our allies. I mean, you're siding with a thug where half a million people have died or been wounded because Putin invaded Ukraine. You're siding with a dictator that kills his political opponents. You're siding with a madman who arrests American journalists and holds them hostage. He's made no bones about wanting to destroy America. And you're going to choose to partner with him over the allies that stood with us after 9-11? And then look at what Donald Trump's doing to the Republican National Committee. This is a committee that's always supposed to be about winning races up and down the ticket. Yet before the primary's over, he's putting his daughter-in-law as chair. He's putting his campaign manager as operative. And they have made it very clear that the RNC now is only about Donald Trump. But don't you think that's Trump to create the legal that's to create a legal slush fund for him? Don't Trump voters know all of this stuff about Donald Trump? Like they've seen all of the things they've seen all of the things you're talking about. And yet they're still going back for another helping. But you can't deny that 40 percent of Republican primary voters are saying we don't want Donald yeah. Trump. No, I agree with you. That's but 60% seem whole... to want another serving. Like that's so there there's that 40% doesn't get you across the finish line out of the primary. Well, the goal is that's why we're doing all these Super Tuesday states. There're going to be 21 states and territories that are going to vote over the next 10 days. We want millions of people's voices to be heard even though Donald Trump wanted to be named the presumptive nominee and tried to get the RNC to do it. This is not Russia. We don't anoint people in our country. We have elections and we want people's voices to be heard. And I'm telling you, the party that gets rid of their 80 year old candidate is going to be the party that wins. Joe Biden is not going to be the candidate. You're going to find the Democrats go put someone younger in. And we're going to be stuck with another loss and a President Kamala Harris. That is what will happen if Donald Trump is the nominee. We have a chance to do this. But this isn't even about even that. This is about our kids. And and people's grandkids, I mean, look at the life they have. They've been through COVID. They don't know how they're going to have to deal with the $34 trillion in debt. They don't know where they're going to get a job. They don't know if they're ever going to be able to afford a home. They don't know how they're going to make ends meet. And they're worried about war breaking out. And then we wonder why there's so much stress, anxiety, and depression. It's because they're living in a tent 
of a country that is completely divided, that's full of anger and hatred. You've got Joe Biden Nick, calling his Nicky, opponents uh, fascist, how, how and much? you've got Donald Trump calling his opponents vermin. It's wrong. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. How much of the hate and divisiveness in in the country right now, do you think, is because of the tone that was set when Donald Trump was the president and the tone that continues today? Completely. I mean, look at it. I mean, you look at not only that, I came from Michigan, completely divided Republican Party, completely like all the anger, all the hatred. And because of that, they've lost the governor's mansion, the state house, the state Senate. And, and everything that they had when in 2012 they were the, a beacon of light. You look here in Minnesota, the same thing. Suburban voters have decided that they are not going to vote for Donald Trump. So Democrats have started to win everything here in Minnesota. I mean, it is continuing to be a toxic situation for Republicans. Yeah. And all that's yeah. doing is helping the Democrats. Nikki Haley is with us here on CCO. You know, Dean Phillips is our congressman uh, here in Minnesota. He on this radio station floated the idea uh, of saying, hey, I would have a conversation with Nikki Haley about a third party run. He's saying he's that serious about stopping Donald Trump. Uh, How do you respond to that? Would you would you consider teaming up with Dean Phillips doing a no labels type candidacy? I appreciate him saying that, but I'm a Republican and my focus is on the Republican primary. This is about trying to make sure that the Republican Party doesn't go down in flames and that we are able to save it and that we're able to save our country in the process. So, no, I am not looking at any independent run. I'm looking at trying to make sure that we can get the Republican Party to realize we have one chance to get this right or else we're going to be handing it off to the socialist left. The Supreme Court today talked about social media companies, and you've talked a bit about the negative influence they can have on young people. How do you regulate social media but still support and respect and defend the First Amendment? Well, I think people need to have the freedom of speech. The part I have, um, the issues I have with social media is I think they need to make their algorithms transparent. So we can see why things are pushed, why things are seen, what happens. I think the American people deserve to see those algorithms. The second thing is, I think we have got to get rid of the foreign bots. These are bots put in by Russia, by China, by Iran that go and and basically change the messaging, whether it's for elections or whether it causes division in our country. They're emphasizing that. I saw at the UN, they said it was the cheapest form of warfare. And social media companies aren't doing enough to get rid of these foreign bots. There's no people behind this. These are just computer-generated messages to divide our country. India just got rid of TikTok because of the the social disruption it was causing. We've got to start focusing on getting rid of TikTok. Should we? You would. Sure we get would the, you get rid of TikTok if you were president? Ab- absolutely. And Donald Trump said he would too, and he never did it. It's it's incredibly dangerous. It's managed and run by the Chinese Communist Party. We should not have that in anybody's phone, because if you have TikTok on your phone, just by having that app, they have access to your contacts, to your 
financial information. They can see what you click on, what you see, everything about it. It is incredibly dangerous. And with social media, we've got to get the foreign bots out of that. That's the focus. I don't think government needs to regulate what Americans see and what they say on social media. I mean, do I think it would be more, it would help everybody if everybody had to put their name next (laughs) to it? Yeah, I'd love to see that as a parent. I'd love to see that. But from a government perspective, we don't want government telling people what they can and can't say. But we do want social media companies to get rid of the foreign bots. Should government be involved in the discussions about embryos and vitro fertilization? Obviously, that has been a big topic in the news as this uh, uh, state court case has played out. But do you believe that a frozen embryo is a human being? Do you support uh, in vitro fertilization? So I had both of my children through fertility processes. So I am a big supporter of IVF and, and fertility practices. I do think an embryo is a baby, but I think other people may not see it that way. And that's why I think it's very important that, yes, we should make sure embryos are respected and protected, but that conversation, it should be completely with the physician and the parent, no one else. It's a very sensitive personal subject, and it needs to be handled just between the physician and the parent. Boy, that's so interesting because I've talked a lot about this idea that you can have personal beliefs on these issues. They're very emotional. They're very personal. But your personal beliefs don't necessarily have to become governmental policy. Exactly. Exactly. Especially on something like this. These these parents are going through a lot as it is. The last thing they need to worry about is what government's going to think about the decisions that they make. This has been a really substantial conversation. I really appreciate you taking the time, Nikki Haley. Can I just ask you one last question about about climate change? It's a big issue that Minnesotans are concerned about. To a certain degree, we have... Some people moving from uh, states like California to Minnesota to feel uh, insulated from some of the, you know, here it's so dang cold, like a little climate change. Some people say like, well, it won't be as severe as some other parts of the country. Do, do you believe the planet is warming? Do you do you believe that humans are partially driving the climate change that, that uh, we're seeing? I think climate change is real. What I think is wrong is how... Joe Biden is like forcing certain things to happen. You know, when he goes and does half a billion dollars worth of these or half a trillion dollars worth of green subsidies, forcing everybody to have to drive electric cars by 2033, that's not the way you go. To acknowledge that it's real, you focus on a transition. You partner with your producers to come up with innovations that actually actually help you with it. They're doing that now with nuclear fusion. There are processes we can do. The second thing is we need to hold China and India to account. They're increasing their emissions rather than reducing their emissions. We can't do anything with the environment if India and China don't stop what they're doing. And so there are ways that we can address it. But you do it in a transitional way. You don't do it in a harsh, extreme way. And I think that's the problem that we've had with Joe Biden. Nikki Haley, thank you so much for the time. We really appreciate it. Oh, I hope everybody gets out and votes and go to NikkiHaley.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.